0: Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. This is episode 22, How to Have a Planned and Pretty Instagram Feed. In this episode, we are going to discuss how we plan out our own Instagram photos and give you suggestions on how you can develop your very own Instagram aesthetic. Thanks for joining us.
1: Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, Wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you, wedding rock star, work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz.
2: Hi everybody, and welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. I am Renee Dallow, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host Mindy Marzik. Say hi, Mindy. Hi, Mindy. Yay! I hope you. I was hoping that you'd do that when I said that. <laughs> that was such a good setup. I love it. Comedy, comedy uh, team. You didn't know you were coming here for comedy, but <laughs> we gave you a little bit of comedy. We just. Did I love it. it. Uh, this week we are talking about Instagram. Now, if you joined us last week, we did talk about Instagram last week, but this week we're talking about how to have a planned and pretty Instagram feed. So episode 21 is our five simple things you should never do on Instagram. And if you haven't listened to that yet, once you're done here, go back and listen to episode 21. But today we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of how to make your Instagram beautiful and how to make it so it's not a chore.
0: Yeah. One of the things we talked about in episode 21 was that you shouldn't post bad photos, and that's very generic, kind of. (laughs) Yes. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the apps we use and some of the planning that we do so that our, our feed looks pretty.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we hear from people when we talk about Instagram Just even on just casual like networking scenarios is some people say like, oh, I don't even plan mine or there's no benefit to me in planning it. Or even worse, I don't really use it because I don't have time to use it.
0: Or I hear people say I use it because I feel like I have to use it because Mm -hmm. the wedding industry tells me I have to use it, but I don't really care about it.
2: Ooh, that's that's rough, guys. It stings. It hurt. As a social media consultant, I'm like, (gasps) oh. As a fellow wedding planner, it stings. I'm like, you guys are missing out on a huge opportunity to, to showcase your business to people. But so we'll, we have a, a first part of the episode really is what we want to talk about is, you know, why it's important to, to use Instagram and also why it's important, I think, to have, you know, to have a perspective on it, to have a philosophy on it, not to use a
0: big word, but that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. Or even just to have a basic plan.
2: Yeah. 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 So you know, I've said this before on uh, other episodes, but I really treat my Instagram like a living, breathing, you know, portfolio of what I'm currently doing. And I actually think my Instagram is a better reflection of my body of work than even my website because it gets updated much more frequently. It gets updated every day. I post once a day, every day, even on the weekends
0: hmm Which is really smart. I mean, not only posting every day is smart, but thinking of it as a portfolio is really, really smart. And the fact that most people who are listening to this probably haven't updated their website or written a new blog post in months. A while. Years,
2: yeah. A while. Oh yeah. Oh years. No. Oh, yeah. Oh
0: no. Yeah. But Instagram is something that you can, you know, pull out your phone and show a new client, show a new uh, wedding vendor that you're just meeting for the first time, show a venue, and you can easily show off your work, like your most current work. uh, I mean, at the push of a button, it's kind of amazing. If you think about it,
2: it's completely amazing. You know, one of my things for Instagram, my philosophy on it is that I only post well, 99.9% of the time, I am posting professional photos only of only my work, and I think that's important to talk about because I know um, some wedding planners, especially, and I say wedding planners only because that's you know what I am. Um, I see some accounts that are posting photos of other wedding planners' work in an aspirational capacity, mm-hmm. and they're maybe not crediting everything the way they should, and I feel that's a misrepresentation. So for me, from day one, I've always said, I'm going to post my own work for better or for worse, wherever I am right now, but I am going to post the professional photos that were taking, taken by the photographers of my work.
0: Yeah, that's a really smart idea. And I think it's important to note here that, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, wedding photographers, obviously they have it easy with Instagram because they take the pretty photos and they have those pretty photos. But anyone who works in the wedding industry and works you know, at at the wedding or works with the wedding, they have access to those professional photos. And that's why it's always a good idea to maintain those relationships with the wedding photographers. Because like Renee said, as a wedding planner, that's 99% of her content is photos from weddings she's involved with taken by professional wedding photographers. And Renee always tags and credits the photographer and talks about how amazing they are, which is to her, not only a nice thing to do, but it's to her benefit because that photographer is going to remember her.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I very rarely have photographers not want to give me photos. In fact, I have one this year from a wedding I did back in April just completely ignore my requests. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, I'm never working with them again. They weren't my referral to begin with, but. Um, you know, I feel like I want to say, like, you should take a look at my Instagram, you're really missing out on an opportunity here. Um, And I might say that I might send a little email that's like, hey, um, where are those photos? Because the truth of the matter is, you know, because I have this philosophy of only posting professional photos that were taken of work that I have done specifically, you know, it's I have to hustle a little to get my content. I'm okay with that. You know, because I actually, you know, I earned it. I I did that work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, of course. And, you know, obviously, there's a quid pro quo, where you promote the photographer, and they give you the images. It absolutely, I know that a lot of photographers have issues with, you know, their photos floating around and them not being watermarked. And once you give them to somebody, you don't have control over them. But like, this is the internet. And if you want to use it to advertise your business, this is just the world that we live in.
2: Yeah, and I think the watermark thing I never really understand because I'm never going to post a photo if I can help it with a watermark, with an obvious watermark on mm-hmm. on it. You know, I, I'm sure I've posted some over the years. If you go back five years down my Instagram, probably one or two have snuck by. But the, the watermark is so distracting. Mm-hmm. Not even for just as a general viewer of looking at a piece of art, which is the photograph you know the photograph the watermark is so distracting that I almost then I start judging the logo of the watermark and not the photo I'm like oh that logo doesn't look good why would they put it there then I go into a whole different place and now I'm suddenly thinking about the business owner not the photo so just like if you're a photographer out there and you're dead set on the on the watermark like uh yeah maybe rethink that but I also want to say like what you said about the photos the photos are floating around out there and you don't know what's going to happen to them you know almost every photographer who um sends me a gallery will send me like a little blurb that's like you know please don't alter these crop them use a filter like I feel like that's common sense but maybe to some newer vendors it's not so I'll just be be playing with it if you are using photographs that someone else has taken especially a photographer and they hold the copyright to those images which 100% of the time they own the copyright to those images you cannot filter them or crop them or add things to them it it, the photo has to stay the photo the way it is.
0: Yeah, so later on, we're going to talk about how to use some filters and editing for your own photos that you take yourself. But yeah, Renee is right. You should never, ever edit or add a filter to someone else's photo.
2: No, and and honestly, if you have done that and the photographers that you're working with haven't come back and said something to you, um, it's probably just because they're trying to be polite. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because I know photographers who have been like that grass was not that shade of neon. Take off that filter (laughs) because no one wants neon grass, right? No, it makes no sense. So first I'd say if you're, you know, when you're thinking about your Instagram uh, planning, you have to kind of decide what your perspective is going to be. Like how many times do you want to post? And frankly, how much content do you have? Because if you're saying I'm going to post five times a day, well, do you have enough content? Or is it just going to be subpar content because then don't post
0: yeah. You don't want to post bad content.
2: Absolutely. Here's a funny story. So yesterday, my husband who does not use Instagram for business, he's not a business owner. Well, in as much that he co-owns Moxie bright, but he doesn't have his own, he doesn't use Instagram for anything, but just like dog photos. And, um, <laughs> Which is a perfectly fine use for Instagram. Absolutely. (laughs) But yesterday he posted like five photos, like pretty much not back to back, but all within, you know, the the regular waking hours of the day. And then at night he said to me, did you see how many times I posted on Instagram today? And I said, yeah, I noticed that. Like, what's up? And he goes, well, you have to post five times a day in order to be successful. What? And I looked at him like, where did you get this from? Because he certainly did not get it from our podcast. Yeah, I was going to say he did not listen to our episode last week. He did clearly. not. <laughs> he did not. And I said, who told you this? And then he mentioned the name of a mutual friend we have. And he, he said, well, she's very, she's very good at Instagram. Obviously, it was not you, Mindy. It was someone else um, who's an actor. This girl is an, is an actor. And uh, and I, he, he said, well, that's what you have to do to be successful. And I was like, but you're like, what?
1: Huh? huh? Like, I was just
2: flabber Yeah, speechless. And then I go, <laughs> but but, babe, you posted five times today. And like, you're not going to post again for like a month, probably. And he's like, well, I can take photos of other things. And I was like, like, what, your coffee cup? Like, what are we posting? Yeah. And then I just thought, like, I'm going to let him off the hook because it's not his business. But I think that we get, you know, we take this information in from so many places and something sticks in your ear. Like, you have to post five times a day to be successful. Um, P.S. Style Me Pretty doesn't even post five times a day. <laughs> I think they're up to like four now, but you also have to consider like how much content do you have? And I'll tell you posting once a day, there are, and I have five years of content. There are some days that I'm like, I have a little fatigue where I'm like, okay, what am I going to post?
0: Oh yeah. I do that too. I also try to post once a day and some days I skip it because I just either can't find a photo that I want to share that day or I just am not in the mood. I'm working on other things. I don't, I I have Instagram fatigue. I don't want to open the app. So yeah, yeah, like you can't, it's okay to have a plan, but also don't hurt yourself. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So for me, my plan is frequency. So how many times I'm going to post, you know, the quality of the content. So for me, that's all professional level photography. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, I, I have, um, and I I don't want to say I have like categories because it's not anything that I've written down and like follow like a, like some sort of pattern. But, you know, I definitely post photos of myself, which has taken me a long time to get comfortable with. Um, But then, you know, when I look at my insights, the photos of me do much better than other photos. So I'm like, well, I guess people want to see my face. So I'll put more photos of myself. So at least once a week, I'm posting a photo of myself. I'm posting a lot of photos of my couples looking happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I post a lot of photos of floral centerpieces or floral designs from my weddings I post photos of food because I love food and food is important to my clients. Mm -hmm. I post photos of like details, like stationery or rings, you know, and then oftentimes I'll post like, uh, I do like a good, you know, motivational quote on a cool graphic. So I have like eight different kinds of posts that I like. Um, that's not to say that I'm not going to post, uh, I don't know, something that falls outside the realm of that, like a, like a landscape or a Vista. I, I, Every so often. But I, I look at my grid and I if I see a lot of photos of couples, I think, oh, I need, I need a photo of food or I need a photo of florals in there.
0: Yeah. I want to touch real quick on something you said that was almost like a throwaway but is so important is you said you post photos of food because food is important to your clients. Yep. And this is the thing I always preach. If you've listened to all of our episodes, you've heard me say it multiple times. But when you create a social media business account, your account is no longer for you. It is for your potential clients or your current clients or whoever it is you're trying to attract. So you have to pay attention to those insights and pay attention to what people react to and post more of that. Now, Renee has been paying attention and she knows that she attracts a lot of foodies to her page. So when she goes to food tastings or venue open houses or whatever, She'll make sure that she takes a couple nice photos of the food, something that's aesthetically pleasing, something that matches her brand, and puts those into the rotation. So that's really, really smart.
2: And I also ask my photographers, my pro photographers, if I know there's going to be a cute appetizer or something that I know the couple cares about for the food, I'll say, like, I need you to get a photograph of that dessert. And I'll pull them aside when it comes out and be like, take a photo of this. Um, Very smart. Yeah, because sometimes, like, especially with my foodie uh, clients, you know, like, one time we had this dessert that was like a mini s'more. Uh, it had liquid smoke in it. So you open this cloche and uh with like a, like a clear, a clear dome and smoke came out Ooh. and this poor photographer, Linda, God bless her. Like we literally stood there for like 10 minutes, opening different cloches, trying to get, try, cause she was like, I can't really get to see the smoke. And I was like, we need more smoke because I knew that the, I knew my clients would want a photo of it because they were so blown away by it at the tasting that I was like, we need to preserve this moment. Like, this is why we photograph the wedding to preserve all these little moments. So yeah, food yeah. is definitely an important category uh, on my Instagram, but I think it's important also for everyone else to think like, what are my categories? And it doesn't have to be set in stone
0: food for me is not important when I post food pictures they tank um, I, I'll try it every now and then but it's just not what my people want to see so what works for one person isn't going to always work for you and it's important to keep in mind when we're talking about planning and and talking about your your branding and your aesthetic is that things are going to evolve over time and it it might evolve rapidly and he might it might evolve because you try new things and something doesn't work and you Try something else. So it's yeah. important that you know we're we're sharing what we do, but you can't just take what we do and apply it to your account and <laughs> think that it's gonna it's gonna take off. It it you have to experiment.
2: Well, and like everything else in business, you have to know who you are and know who your business is and know what you're putting out there in the world. You know, um, and then obviously sometimes you just never know, like. I posted a photo a few months ago of a of a water station at one of my weddings, a beautiful water station on like an antique beverage cart. And it but it literally was just three containers of water with like strawberries in one, limes in the other, and it was a gorgeous photo, but it was a water station. And when I posted it, I was like, what am I posting? Like, I was really kind of like at a loss that day. I was like, it's a hot day, a water station. I can maybe put the comment in the comment that it's really hot. Do you know that is my most liked photo of the year? Really. It has like 600 <laughs> likes. It's a water station. It got reposted by brides. It got reposted by, I think, Wedding Wire. Wow. I mean, honestly, when I posted it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a tank. Nope. It was wow. a hit. So sometimes you just don't know. Um, you don't know. You're but- always learning. Absolutely. So for me, I do the frequency. Ca- I do categories. I only post professional photos. And then the last thing I do is, I, is that I also plan time to go in and engage which I know is kind of a cheat, but I'm going to put it under this umbrella anyway, because I feel like a lot of people are just dropping their photos and never coming back. And people are leaving comments and they're hearting it. And, and you just need to have that engagement.
0: Yeah. And we did talk about this uh, also in episode 21 about how important it is to communicate with your people. And uh, that's part of the planning. So you need to plan to edit your photos. You need to plan to make your grid pretty. And you need to plan time to go
2: in and interact with other accounts and with comments. Yeah, it's super yeah. important. And I'm talking about like five minutes. I'm not talking about my whole day. Yeah. So like, I, I know that it all seems very daunting. Like, how am I going to find time? You'll find time. I promise you will, for sure.
0: Yeah, this stuff isn't necessarily super hard. It's just a matter of making a commitment to it.
2: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about like how, how do we plan Grid. Now, Mindy, do you plan your grid or do you just go day by day? I actually
0: don't really plan my grid, but what I do is I always try to take a look at my photos and see, like you mentioned, uh, you know, if you post a lot of photos of couples, then maybe you'll try to throw in a quote or, or a food photo. So I do the same. So my Instagram is mostly photos of me at Disneyland. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. Uh but every now and then I'll post just a pretty photo of the castle or you know, some other photo from Disneyland or wherever I'm traveling. So I look at it and if I have like five photos of my face in a row, then I'll throw in some type of landscape photo that doesn't include a photo of me. Mm-hmm. So I try, to, I try to switch it up that way. Um, the other thing that I do is I use apps and filters to kind of give my photos the same aesthetic uh, I use an app called color story, which I really, really love. They have some really cool filter packages that you can purchase and they have filter packages. And then they also have, can't think of exactly what they call it right now, but like little elements. So like you can put confetti on your photos or you can do like a rainbow wash on your photos. Uh, and I really like those. So I use a color story to kind of make my photos all look similar to each other. So they have a similar aesthetic.
2: Now, those are photos that you've taken yourself?
0: Yes. Or, you know, my friends take of me while I'm at Disneyland or traveling somewhere or my husband takes of me. Um, But yeah, so because there's different situations and different lighting and different atmospheres, I use these apps to kind of make everything look cohesive. So when you look at my grid, they all kind of look like they
2: go together, even though they're taken at different times. I love that. I know a cohesive grid is something that a lot of people talk about, um, especially, obviously, in the wedding industry. And for a wedding planner, I know I've struggled with that cohesive grid look, because as I use all professional photographs taken by professional photographers, you know, all of those photographers have their own editing style. And so therefore I am sort of at the mercy of the pro photographers. But Mindy and I had a conversation, I don't know, maybe a year ago now where I was saying, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. And my Instagram grid looks all out of whack. And Mindy said the best thing to me, I'm just going to share it here, Mindy, do you mind? Sure. Do go ahead. What he said? I'm, I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> Mindy said, "You need to post three photos from each wedding in a row, not in oh. like like day after day, so that all three uh, photos in your grid look cohesive. So you're not looking for cohesion in the entire the entire thing. You're looking for cohesion every line." And I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah, and so I did that for a long for a while, and it worked so well, and it was also nice to showcase more than one photo from a wedding. Um, but now that I'm using, uh, I use Planoly to do my monthly grid. You know, I do it per month, so it's a little bit easier for me to see uh, the whole picture at the same time. So I do play a little bit more with it now, but I do go, I do, I go with a color theme. So I'll say like, okay, well, this week is more whites. Next week I'll do more blues. Then I'll do pinks, like I, because I, that's a lot easier for my brain to handle.
0: Yeah, that's just one example. So I have a blog post on Joy Social actually, called three ways to create your own Instagram aesthetic, and we'll link to it in the show notes, of course. But that's one of the examples. And it, it's just one way to kind of get started if you're stuck wondering how to get a cohesive Instagram grid and to get all your photos kind of looking universal and similar is you Yeah, post three photos from the same wedding. Um, Obviously, you don't post them all in one day unless you're prepared to post three photos a day, but prepare three photos from the same wedding and then you can put them in the drafts feature or you can use Planoly to set them up and then post one per day. And then when someone looks at your feed, they'll see the three photos in a row and they all kind of look similar. So it gives your grid this kind of a cohesive look with minimal effort, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one way to do it. I mean, we use my example of just like I use filters to make every photo kind of look the same. If you're using professional photos, you obviously can't filter those. So that's a a good way to maybe get started with trying to plan a
2: grid. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. It it was so helpful to me just to get my mind tuned into that, like, just do the three in a row that, that look similar to the next three. Yeah. And doesn't have to be the same photographer. Now I'm kind of branching out, but it was such a great key into that, into that world of like, how do I get it a little more cohesive, a little less, you know, crazy. Oh, good. I, I, speaking of crazy, can I walk you through what I do to plan my Instagram? Yeah,
0: I, I will say that I don't, I know a lot of people like are really hardcore about planning out their Instagram and there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I just don't do it. It's just not something that's as important to me as it might be for someone else. So I'm actually really curious to hear what you do.
2: Well, I will say I don't necessarily consider myself like a hardcore Instagram planner. It's just that I will go down the rabbit hole of Instagram and I'll spend two hours in the morning instead of working, you know, doing, or instead of working out rather, like doing Instagram. So I felt like, as soon as I started planning it, it was so much easier, and I was able to spend far less time on it. So for me, it's more about time management than having like a super styled uh, grid. But so here's here's what I do, and know that as I'm even starting telling this, I realize that it's probably going to sound insane, but this is what I do. <laughs> so I have a Dropbox account, a professional Dropbox account, where I have photos from every single wedding I've ever done, uh, organized by the couple's name, their wedding date, and the photographer's name. That's the title of each folder. Wow. I'm already impressed. (laughs) So that when I'm going into the folder, I already know who I'm supposed to credit for at least the photography. Sometimes I cannot remember if it's been several years, like who did the flowers? Like sometimes I am looking up things, but for the most part, I'm going in having just the general information down. So that's all on Dropbox. And I have that on my desktop and I have that on an app on my phone. So I can pull up all my wedding photos from an app on my phone. If you don't have the Dropbox app, I'm saying get it immediately. It's amazing. Yeah, it's worth the money. It's totally worth the money. So everything's on Dropbox. That's a number one. So number two, I go into my aisle planner, which is my client management software, and I go into my archives and I, for every month, I look and see who is having an anniversary Mm. because that is the easiest way to get your content out because it's a reason to post and my clients love it. Um, I always do a one year anniversary, depending on my relationship with the couple, if I'm still friends with them you know, depending on a variety of things, um, I will do a second or a third or fourth or a fifth anniversary, depending. Yeah. So I put those in my planally first. So anyone who has an anniversary gets, gets in there first. That's really smart. Yeah. That's generally one or two a month. Uh, yeah. Except for like months, like October where there's like seven, (laughs) you know, that's October is crazy. So that's first. So second after that, so I guess we're on number three, then I go into this, um, this calendar that I have online called like funny holidays or something. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. It's like all those quirky, like peanut butter day and just like random holidays that you don't know exist. And I search the list and I just kind of go off the top of my head. Like, do I think I have anything for any of these quirky holidays? One month there was a Ben Franklin day and I have a photo from my own wedding of me with Ben Franklin. There you go. So what? So I posted that on Ben Franklin day, like, Did you know it's Ben Franklin Day? This is nuts. And here's a photo of me Ben Franklin. Like just quirky little things, right? So second, you know, third wave is the crazy holidays. Then I go to like actual things that are happening in my life. Like am I doing a styled shoot one day or do I have a wedding scheduled? If I have a wedding scheduled for a Saturday, I will try to post an engagement photo of the couple either that day or the day before. Oh, I like that a lot. So if I have access to the engagement photos and sometimes that's a little bit of Facebook stalking, because sometimes my, my couples will post their engagement photos on Facebook and then I'm like, hey, who took this photo? Can I steal it for Instagram? And they're always like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm crediting, I feel like we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always try to do a little bit like can't wait for this wedding tomorrow or follow me today on Instagram stories where today, you know, this is the wedding today. And then once every that's all taken care of. So anniversaries, crazy holidays. Anything that's on my personal calendar, then I just look at how many days I have left, and I just fill in. I just fill in the grid on Planoly. I fill it in with, you know, things I want to highlight. Um, you know, especially if it's like a, a venue that I just got on the preferred list. I do a lot of photos for, for them. I just try to like shout out to as many relevant vendors as possible. Yeah, while keeping in mind that I want to try to stay with a color, a specific color theme for every three photos. So that probably sounds insane, but that is literally how I do it. And I just sat down and did it yesterday and it takes like two hours. Yeah. But then you're done for the month. Yep. And you know, I don't auto post because Planoly offers an auto post feature and I don't do that only because I'm still I'm still a little wary that like something's going to happen in like the world oh, that's yeah. bad. And I'll be posting like a photo of my couples like laughing while there was like a genocide happening. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm, I literally just, I go in and post it when it's time to post for the most part.
0: I'm also not a huge fan of auto posting because I feel like it makes you a little lazy. And if you're not going in every day and posting your photo, then you're, you might forget to check in on your comments and stuff like that. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. And then, and then like, I generally try to post, I mean, I don't really have a specific time that I post. Like, I'm not one of those people who's obsessed with like, what's the optimum time? Like, I don't care. The fact that I'm posting every day is frankly enough for me. Um Yeah. I tend, I tend to post like when I get up, like generally, this is horrible, but like while I'm still laying in bed, I'm like, oh, let's just post this today. Um, on Planally, they do make you schedule a date and time. So I just put whatever, 8am, whatever, um, or seven or whatever. When I wake up is generally when I post. And then I don't check in for the comments until probably like noon. Like generally when I take my lunch break, if yeah. I'm working from home, that's when I'll check in and be like, oh, what's everybody else doing today? You know,
0: I have a question about Planoly since I don't use it. Yeah. When you are filling in certain photos for certain days, does it actually show like a calendar grid? Yeah. So then you can go and fill in the blank. So like if you have something posting on the 23rd of the month, and you need a spot for the 24th, you can look at that photo and say like, what might be similar to the 20th, the style of the 23rd and find something and, and plug it into the 24th. And then you can see it all laid
2: out. Correct. That's cool. It's very cool. So basically, like, planally, um, on the left side of your screen, you're going to see a, a facsimile of your Instagram grid. Um, and I say facsimile because it will show you what is upcoming, what's yeah. going to be scheduled. Um, and then on the right side, the majority of the screen is actually what looks like a Google Calendar, and it'll show you every day that you have something scheduled. And then for things that have already been posted, it'll show you your statistics. Oh, cool. So you can kind of see, uh, you know, what's going on. Like, you know, everyone... I feel like people are always saying like, Oh, my engagement's down. My likes are down on Plenally, You can clearly see like for some reason on Sundays, my, whatever I post on Sunday nights gets the most engagement. So hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll pop in another Sunday post, like a, like a, you know, like a Monday quote, but I'll post it Sunday night. Yeah. And that seems to get like a ton of ton, a ton of interaction. I like doing quotes on Monday. I feel like people on Monday need a little boost. Yeah.
0: Well, hashtag Monday motivation, super popular. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, and I also try to create my own, When possible, I try to create my own uh, quotes. And I do that with an app called Word Swag. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's very easy, super easy. It's on my phone, uh, you know, takes five minutes. Um, I also edit with VSCO, V-S-C-O. I also, you know, what's funny is I have a color story on my phone, but I haven't used it in so long because I don't filter professional photos. Right. So for me, it's like, it kind of just stays dormant. I will admit to the entire interwebs that if you see a photo of my face, uh, sometimes I do a little editing on that. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, little blur feature. <laughs> I'm 42. So sometimes I need a little help. Um, and yeah, I don't do anything that would, you know, upset the photographer or make me look not like myself. But sometimes I look a little tired and I'd like to look less tired. Yeah, just a little freshen up. Exactly. There's an app called More Beauty. And the, the it's B E A. UTE with a two on the end of it. Mm I don't know. But uh, that will give you like a super smooth, like you look like a robot by the end. And so I normally put a photo in there and then take the filter all the way down till it's like barely on. And then I'm like, that looks right. Yeah. Um, Because I still want to have like facial features. I just want to look less tired.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's always funny to me because I I use that app too. So I'm very familiar with how Ah. it sets up how it fixes things automatically and then I have to tone it way down but oh, yeah because I do that I can always tell when I people I follow on Instagram who are also using that app and who do not adjust the settings I'm ah! like oh that is clearly
2: a more beauty uh filter <laughs> and you look like a mannequin or a Kardashian either one
0: it is it is like a mannequin-ish it look, is well you like literally a, have like no features like you're just like smooth yeah very smooth yeah too so smooth don't, don't do that
2: Yeah, (laughs) you don't want to be fake. Yeah, no, I just like I said, I want to look like I got a good night's sleep, which (laughs) hasn't happened in a while. So, (laughs) (laughs) with that, so So yeah, so that's that's my maniacal way that I that I plan. That's really
0: interesting to hear, and it actually, you know, this isn't something that I do myself, but it actually sounds kind of appealing because I like the the time management aspect of it, where you just spend a couple hours a month, kind of filling in you know, the basics of what you're going to post and you can always switch things up as you go along. If something happens.
2: Absolutely. And totally some days I get the, cause it'll also give you like an announcement on your phone. Like it'll give you a notification. Like you have a, you have a photo to post. And sometimes I look at it and I go, Oh, I don't want that one today. And you just skip it. You can just skip it. It's not, you know, you're not nothing set in stone, but it's nice to have sort of something in motion. And I'll tell you, there are some months that I don't get around to it and I'm too busy to plan it. And those months drive me nuts because I'm like, oh, I got to get in there and plan this because it takes up too much of my brain power. Yeah. To do it on a day by day.
0: It's just one extra thing to add to your already busy workload. So uh, I totally get the appeal of it. Uh, I love it. Maybe I'll have to take a look at it and start testing it out for myself.
2: Yeah. I'll give you a planally code. I'll put it in the Ooh, show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Awesome. So that's what we do. We'd love for you to check into our Facebook group and tell us what you do for planning or if you have any, you know, challenges with planning.
0: Yeah, let us know because we're super happy to talk it out with you. And um, we'll also, you know, if you want to post your Instagram feed in the group, depending on how many people post, we'll be happy to take a look and see if we can offer any suggestions.
2: I would love to do that.
0: Yeah, that sounds like fun. So go to our Facebook group if you're not already there. Uh, You can go to Facebook and search Rock Your Wedding Biz Podcast Insiders.
2: Yeah, and that's where we are, ready to talk to you. And also, thanks so much for the amazing reviews. We're up to 30 right now, which is amazing. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah, we love it. And keep them coming because we'd love to shout out to you on our Rock Your Wedding Biz Instagram. Um, Every time someone leaves a review, we give you a little shout out, a little little spotlight which we love to do and we're also just so thankful that you guys are here with us and you're checking us out and you're listening and you're engaging and we love it yes
0: thank you so so much we know that you uh are very busy and there's a lot of podcasts out there and we're so touched that you are choosing ours we just we're having so much fun with this and you know we've we've crossed the 20 episode mark which feels like substantial it's like yeah we're doing this legit now. So thank you guys so, so much. We really love doing it.
2: Love it. And hopefully after listening to this, you too can have a planned and pretty Instagram feed. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. We'll see you next week on Rock Your Wedding Biz Podcast.
1: Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by joy social teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners you can find renee online at moxiebridevents.com and reneedallo.com you can find mindy online at joysocial.net jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on itunes thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on rock your wedding biz